In the Diesel System podcast, the films and roles of Vin Diesel are analyzed and ranked. However, there are subjects that fall outside of Mr. Diesel's filmography that merit discussion. For these obscure topics, we turn to the Vinisodes. Analyze Vin Diesel's movies with the Diesel System. The Diesel System. Analyze Vin Diesel's movies with the Welcome to a Diesel System Vinny Sode. So we all know Vin Diesel's creative reach just goes so far beyond his movies. So we have these kind of bite-sized episodes to talk about those those things that are living in the crevices of Vin's career. Tucked away in the muscles, crammed in the seat of the Chevelle. I, I thought it was just his, the crevices of his actual muscles. Oh, I thought that too. I was thinking his arms. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Oh, I, well, then you said I thought his Something muscle car. Something about a car, right? I thought you were talking about a muscle car. No, I I'm, I was trying to paint a picture of all the places that Vin Diesel could have stuff tucked away. It's his actual muscles, the seats of his oh. car, um, inside what I imagine are multiple sunglass cases that he has <laughs> probably thrown around his house. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. Uh, dude, I, lo- I would love to watch Vin Diesel try and find the sunglasses he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 (laughs) It's like all the same pair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is the one with the silver rims. I'm looking for the ones with the gray rims. Was he wearing sunglasses in that new promo we saw uh, at the movies? Was it last night? No, the night before. No, he wasn't. Dominic Toretto doesn't really wear glasses. He wore them in Fast 1. I don't think he really wears them anymore, though. I feel like I just have a vivid image of him wearing those kind of like see-through early 2000s glasses, you know? See-through? Kind of, they're not see-through. Like They still have like a shine to them or whatever. Like They're reflective, but they're like a light blue. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I tie sunglasses to the character of Dominic Toretto as well. I, I think that, wow, you're telling me that he's only ever worn them in the first one? I'm not saying he's only ever worn them there, but I'm, that's the image of them. It's them on the PCH like racing that finance bro who's like, oh yeah, who's when like, go- more than you could afford, pal. Yeah. And that's it. He's like, smoke them. You know when they go on that nice date? Yeah. Like the, he, he, he wears glasses glasses then i know we always said that the movies that we cover on the podcast are is the planet but vin diesel intergalactic being what are the the moons the satellites the flying comets that orbit the world of vin diesel what are we talking about today spencer the thing that got pulled into vin diesel's orbit this time is a video game studio called tygon studios a video game studio that was founded by vin diesel it's very interesting because only a man as interesting as Vin Diesel could have owning a video game studio be like at the very bottom of his Wikipedia page. You know what I mean? It's like the last thing on there. But let's just take it back to the year that Tygon Studios was founded. It's 2002. Fast and Furious came out in 2001. Pitch Black was 2000. Triple X is 2002. So he is fully cemented as a household name. And he's like, let's make some mogul moves. You know, what's cool with the kids? Video games. Let's put some of my star power and combine it with a video game studio. And then we'll be unstoppable is the thinking behind Tygon Studios. Is Vin Diesel a legit gamer? There's a clip actually of Michelle Rodriguez saying that at the Game Awards saying that she and Vin stayed up all night playing Tekken and Street Fighter. Which, there's a lot of downtime on movies. I guess you can play video games, right? Yeah. I I can see that happening. So I think it's that. It's like recreational for him. If he's playing video games, he's not binging it. It's like, 
I got some time. Let me play some video games is the impression that I got. Well, we know my guy is a he's like a fantasy nerd. He reads a lot of Tolkien. He plays a lot of D&D. We know he likes comic books. I mean, fair to reason that he'd probably also be into video games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I th- I think he has, at the very least, a passing fancy just because it goes along with all of his other interests. Yeah. yeah if you got to think pre-internet, really, like, n- with the time Vin Diesel's getting his first, like, you know, star wagon on a movie set, he's probably got, like, a TV set up in there. Rocking with- a Dreamcast. Yeah. Yeah. Probably got one of each. The reason I asked about his gamer status is because it feels like there's got to be something more lucrative that he could have done instead of launching a video game studio. It seems like that's another thing that's like laborious. It like it costs a lot of investment and like one wrong step could really tank you. It's not like Rick Ross who just like owns a bunch of wing stops. I would love to fucking own a Wingstop. I yeah, love Wingstop. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, imagine if you could go into a Wingstop and get the royal treatment. Just they are really treating you well. Like, imagine, oh, how they treat, imagine how they treat Rick Ross when he goes into oh, a fucking Wingstop. I hope Rick Ross goes like into Elvis. a wing, Wingstop. Probably has his own booth. I hope he has, like, remember the Richie Rich movie with Macaulay Culkin where his, the big flex was that he had a McDonald's in, in the mansion? I don't remember that, but sure, yeah. It's It was the coolest thing a 90s kid. That sounds kid. really yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even now. Yeah. It was the coolest thing a 90s kid could have. He was like, oh, would you guys want McDonald's? That sounds like the equivalent to, like, the Kardashians having those, like, champagne vending machines. Yeah. No, he just went into the basement of Rich Rich's house was just like three minimum wage employees. <laughs> <laughs> just like, hi, Mr. Rich. Yeah. I want to get back to Tygon Studios a little bit. I'm, I'm fascinated about this because I'm really interested deeply in like the industrial world of video games. I'm not just interested in playing video games. I was a video game journalist for three years. I've developed video game TV shows and I work on social media accounts for video games now. I'm just very embedded in this culture. And most impressively, you you have the patience to play video games with me <laughs> yeah 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 I have to... which is which feels like probably got to be community service given the horsepower that you have and aptitude for video games to sit and play fall guys with me yeah we didn't make it through this round that's all good uh... <laughs> we'll do it again yeah let's just go back to the start christian we're doing great but i'm obsessed with this world and the idea of like getting a video game studio off the ground is a massive effort even if you're a super celebrity like vin diesel you can't just like this wasn't an acquisition tygon studios didn't exist and they went and bought one which is how a lot of video game studios happen is like oh i want a video game studio i'll buy this one that's moderately successful and we'll continue to build it now vin diesel built one from the ground up they had employees like they had like a head of development and all these things there's interviews with them and it's actually the business of it is very strange tygon kind of acted as an intermediary between the developers and the studios because the idea being i read an interview with uh, someone who worked there the companies don't really know how to talk to each other hollywood and the video game world could you imagine like a hollywood whoever oversees like the riddick estate or whatever having to sit down with like a gamer bro and be like you want to do what okay can you show me some video game stuff and like i mean when you're looking at video games during that like test period when you're trying to like convince someone hey this is a fun game it looks 
very bad. And you can't show someone in Hollywood something that looks bad and go, well, we're going to make it look good, but doesn't it look fun? Like, it, it just does not process. So Tygon, from the Cobble Together interviews that I found, they worked on the development of the game, but mostly they work on these relationships between developers and Hollywood and kind of oversee the development, make sure everything is going on track, which is like, that's not really a, a type of thing that exists. That uh, I've never heard of a studio like this. Again, Vin Diesel pioneering an entire industry. Just like sort of like concierge service for your billion dollar enterprises. Just like, you guys should meet. Let me get you guys a drink. You guys sit and get to know each other a little bit. I'll be right back. It kind of seems like that. An interviewer asked one of the heads of the studio, oh, like, so you were a middleman? And the the guy that was getting interviewed clearly was like, no, I'm not that. We don't like to call it that. It's more than that. We work on the game. And he unleashed this really great line. This is in a 2009 interview uh, where he says, Vin knows the Riddick character better than anyone else. And he's completely involved in bringing the character's sensibilities and persona to the experience. And I think that really comes across when you play the game. So the idea being Vin's role, in addition to appearing in every game that Tygon Studios has made it, it, with his voice and also his likeness, he controls the creative vision of the character, per se. Surely they've had employees who have been there the entire time. Right. From conception to, to now. Somebody whose entire career is only video games that feature the likeness of Vin Diesel. In I, it. I hope so. I really hope so. They don't do anything that there's no they don't they don't have like a game with like a squirrel character no. or anything like that. Every it, game has Vin Diesel. Every in it. game. OK, well, let, this would be a good time to go through the games that they've made. So they've made five games. Escape from Butcher Bay, which is a pitch black prequel that was exclusive to Xbox. And it's really regarded as one of the best movie games of all time, which is a really that this game is good. It is. I think that everyone who played it would say this is a surprisingly good game, especially since it's a movie game. It's like regarded in the same like top 10 lists as like GoldenEye and like the best movie games. Yeah. So fucking A. Yeah. Then uh, in 2009, we have Vin Diesel Wheelman, which is about a giant wheel with, with, uh, with, with arms that stick out. That's Vin Diesel Man Wheel. <laughs> My bad, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. ahead of it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Vin Diesel Wheelman. It's an open world game that's kind of like GTA. You're going around, you're getting missions. But the main thing I can remember, I don't want to get too into it because we are going to do episodes about these games specifically, of course. But the main thing I can remember is you never, you know, in GTA when you want to steal, oh, I want to steal that car. You have to go. You have to park in front of them you stop that car you get out of your car you go you take the guy out of that car maybe you fight him or whatever and then you steal the car right well in vin diesel Wheelman, you can jump out of one car into the <laughs> next car infinitely so you can like leapfrog cars and it's just like you do not get it you don't really get out of the car ever you don't have to you because you can just jump from car to car i think i think when they were doing the initial modeling of like trying to uh show the spread of the coronavirus in 2020 they used the uh, wheel man right <laughs> yeah. sort of, it, it, it yeah. spread with the the efficiency of, of vin, vin diesel, diesel jumping car to car. <laughs> yeah 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 the fun fact about vin diesel wheel man is they were originally going to make a movie based on the game that was the plan was this to be like a franchise that started as a game and then the game they'd be making sequels to the game they'd be making movies 
that were sequels to the movie based on the game. So it was going to be this massive property. I think that was the real vision for it. And it, it, they, they obviously never made a Wheelman 2 and they never made a movie. But there is an interview where they mentioned like, hey, what's the deal with that movie? And the guy they were interviewing said, I've read the script and it's great. <laughs> so there is potentially a script for Wheelman out there somewhere. Well, then in 2009, same year, Riddick Assault on Darth Athena, a sequel to the first Riddick game that was on Xbox 360. In 2013, we have Riddick the Merc Files, which was a mobile game. But it was like a stealth game, kind of like top down. You're sneaking around, trying to choke guys out. Um, it looks about as good as 2013 mobile games were, you know? Do they have Fast and Furious video games? Oh, get no? ready. Okay, I'm ready. The last game that Tygon Studios put out was Fast and Furious Crossroads, which came out in 2020. Which That means this is a very, very storied, long-lasting video game studio. Not many game studios have lasted 18 years. So this is a real game studio that's making games, the quality of which can be contested. But I'm shocked that it still exists and they're making games. I guess we're going to find out. We'll put it to the test in terms of the quality of the games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have you guys played that, the Fast and Furious one? No. No. Um, I've, I've only played Escape from Butcher Bay, and I played it so long ago that I remember like nothing from it other than it being like super fun. I think that's all you need to remember. There's, I played that one, and I played Wheelman. Those were the two. I like rented Wheelman once and had a great like weekend with it, but beyond that, no. Are, are, these, are these games going to be like... Is there an easy way for us to get hands on these games and play them for future Vinisodes? We'll make it happen, I think. If we have to buy an Xbox 360 off Craigslist and pop in Vin Diesel Wheelman that we buy off eBay or something, I think that's a fair investment. I have an Xbox 360. Oh, look at this. It's about to be Wheelman 24-7. Dude, honestly, <laughs> I'm scared to get my hands on Wheelman. I think I could get in a Wheelman hole, honestly. <laughs> you get caught in a Wheelman hole, and you need Rope Man to come help you. <laughs> So, so th those are the games that they've made, but they also have a couple games in development, question mark. Video games are very similar to movies. They'll announce a movie, but they'll very rarely unannounce a movie, right? It just goes away and no one mentions it anymore. So maybe these games are still in active development, maybe not, but... One is a game centered around Vin's D&D character, Melkor... So we could get a Vin Diesel fantasy game, uh, like like essentially like a witch hunter. Yeah, like like um, like it'd almost be like a like a spiritual sequel to the Last Witch Hunter, or like a prequel, or, I guess. Yeah, because oh. he would be a witch hunter. It would probably be set in fantasy time, right? Yeah, dude, I. I would Ooh. love to see Vin Diesel look at like a lot of modern games. Like he's like looking at The Witcher, like damn. That could have been Melkor, <laughs> you know, like just like these huge games. I had that idea for Melkor. We should have fucking done that. The um, I know there's a is it Arc Three is coming out that bears his likeness. Arc Two, yeah, Arc yeah, Two. Yeah, yeah. Is that not a Tygon Studios? Tygon Studios is not involved. Arc is a separate thing made by a separate studio. I wonder if they're involved in some kind of perfunctory way, just because Vin is around. But as far as I know. It's just Vin Diesel lending his likeness to a character in a video game where he rides a dinosaur. <laughs> he rides a dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's pretty for cool. real. That's not a joke. That's a serious. <laughs> yeah. We end a third Riddick game. We might get a third Riddick game. Like, expand that universe. I mean, we're getting a fourth Riddick movie, so. I, the time is now for a new Riddick game. I would love that. 
Every generation needs needs a Riddick game. There is a third game that Tygon Studios is developing, and it, it plays into one of uh, Vin Diesel's obsessions. It's called Barca BC, and it is about the Punic Wars of Hannibal. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's something that I'm not sure if we've brought up on the podcast, but uh, Vin Diesel has this obsession with Hannibal... Uh, the historical figure from like Rome. I don't know too much about him to be honest. That's been the one that got away. His you know great white buffalo is is, is Hannibal the Conqueror, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that we might get a Hannibal video game. Do you think that this is like a vanity project for Vin Diesel? These games, hundred percent, one hundred percent, one thousand percent. Just remind me again. His likeness is in every single video game <laughs> they've ever made, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's why I'm saying he could have he could have owned like a chain of of chicken restaurants, and instead he went with uh, the Vin Diesel video game studio. Which I wonder if that was the initial title. <laughs> then he was like, "Well, if it can't be called that, then I don't care what it's called. Call it Tygon Studios for all I care." Can wait? Do you have any guesses for why it's called Tygon Studios? Uh, is that like a? Uh, is that like uh, a Transformers name or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, or... his favorite Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh, two good guesses. But before Napoleon Dynamite made the Liger famous in 2004, in 2002, Vin was out here pimping the Tigon. Get the fuck out of here. The Tiger Lion Hybrid. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So it's named after a tiger and a lion <laughs> combined. This is going to sound like a put down. <laughs> When I say that that's the lamest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. However, a lot on this podcast. However, however, it's like validating in a lame way because my first uh, AOL screen name when I was but a tyke was Tiger and then just my birthday. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's enough. Like, that's enough for my. So, like, I, it's cool to know that, like, you know. You could just you could do that same logic to just fucking... yeah, just name a whole video game studio that's gonna be around for almost twenty years, <laughs> like over twenty years now. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wait, was that your AOL? Yeah. What's the difference between a Tigon and a Liger? I believe the parentage is what's important. Is when the daddy's a tiger, like if the dad's a lion versus the dad's a tiger. I've heard that they're really prone to disease and they can't procreate. <laughs> so uh, I think that Vin Diesel might not have known that when he picked that name. <laughs> like they're infertile and uh... very stupid. Yeah. Well, good for Tygon Studios. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, video games are notoriously terrible. And I was looking up like it's just a really tough industry. A lot of really intense labor practices going on and things like that. And when I'm looking up things, I wasn't just looking up like interviews and stuff. I was trying to find some kind of like controversy. Maybe there was some mass layoff at Tygon Studios, but it seems like they're running a pretty lean operation. They're not take, biting off more than they can chew. I mean, they're actually able to get games out the door, which is a real challenge for a lot of studios even, much less doing it in ways that don't put up red flags where when I Google Tygon Studios, the first thing that comes up is controversy. You know what I mean? As far as I can tell, this is an above board establishment. Is there are there any other celebs that have like anything comparable to their own tag on studios? Well, let me tell you. Tell me Dwayne Johnson has one. Oh, I wish this fucking table. 
His is Liger Studios, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that was right, it was right there. <laughs> Spectre Vision, which is Elijah Wood's movie company, they made a VR game that was like award winning and very like well acclaimed. And Elijah Wood has talked about like moving more into video games. It's like a psychological thriller game, kind of horror game. It's like in the genre space and it's VR. I've never played it or I don't know anything about it, but it sounds kind of cool. I like Elijah Wood, right? No, you're just trying to make up for clowning on him so hard during the last Witch Hunter episode where you guys made fun of his little gun. Oh, come on. He did. He had a little prostitute gun. The the gun is in the game. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also a company called 38 Studios, which you might not be familiar with because it's owned by Kurt Schilling, who was the pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, won a bunch of World Series. He's like... The Bloody Sock. What? Kurt Schilling, like famously like pitched insert statistic but like with like the um, the heel on his sock with i don't know what the fuck he did to his foot but like he famously like pitched i don't want to say it was a no hitter but the story like it was a no hitter but he pitched like a world series with like an open wound on his foot oh my god that he needed to like pivot and so yeah no wow yeah kurt chilling they released a game called kingdoms of amalur reckoning which did not so well when it came out it's kind of like a cult classic game now wait kurt chilling was making non-sports games yeah 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 he made an an rpg video game where you it's like a fantasy game he got a 75 million dollar loan from rhode island to the uh, state yeah to like found a game studio like oh it's gonna create jobs it's gonna be wonderful he like sorry there's Kurt Schilling. Oh, his, oh. His, his bloody sock. Oh my god. That's a lot of blood to be crawling up his ankle like that. Well that's just like red for the Red Sox, but the, the this Well is, this yeah, is I the can bloody. see okay. that that's crawling up his ankle. Yeah. It's not that impressive. You guys just looking at the picture. I've never pitched in major league baseball, but I think you might be right. I think it might be easy. <laughs> oh, he auctioned off the the bloody sock. Um, reports as attempting to aid the aftermath of his 38 Studios video game production company that went bankrupt. Oh, wow. So, because, yeah, that's what I was getting to. Sorry. (laughs) The studio went bankrupt. It was a huge fiasco because they took all this loan money. It was supposed to be this, you know, like, business that was going to help revitalize the area that it was in. This is the fate of celebrity vanity video game projects that I was expecting with Tygon Studios. But no, at least they know how to get things done without putting up any uh, red flags. Hell yeah. Or bloody socks. Or bloody socks. They did, Yeah, they didn't have to auction off Vin Diesel's any of his blood to <laughs> support the studio at all. It takes more than money to make a video game studio. You can't just say, I'm going to throw $100 million at this, and then a game is going to come out, and then that game is going to make $200 million. It, like, Hollywood works more like that than, which, you know, it's a, to a varying degree, but Hollywood works more off that model than video games do. So for Vin Diesel, even if ever, all things said, I'm amazed that something is able to have Vin Diesel's name attached to it as a video game studio and exist for over 20 years. Hell yeah. Yeah, right? I was I was thinking like, oh, let me find some stuff to clown on this. Oh, and it's like, this is a pretty que- squeaky clean operation. Well, here's the question, Spencer, I put to you. What's the first game from Tygon Studios that we're going to get hands on for a oh. future Vinisode? I think it would be cool to dive into a Vin Diesel property that has no movie IP attached, Wheelman. Ooh. Yeah, this is because it feels like a movie. It's got voice acting from Vin. He's like in the cutscenes. And I and it has a movie vibe, but without the movie part. So I think that'll be something really interesting to dive into. And you can see it on the next, well, not the next, on a future Vinisode.
thank you for taking us through this amazing journey through just or just scratching the surface of everything Tag on Sidious yeah, has done. Yeah, it's 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 a deep well that we're gonna get into over the years and years and decades that we're gonna dedicate <laughs> our lives to this study. <laughs> I mean, if they keep making games, they just made a game in 2020. I mean, this could Tygon Studios might outlive us all. Hell yeah. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> It's a tiger and a lion. People are going to be saying that in like the year 2800. <laughs> when there's no animals left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, a tiger was. Yeah. And a lion was. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to be returning to the world of video games in later episodes. But for now, you guys know where to find us. But if you don't, we're at The Diesel System on Instagram and Twitter. We get a lot of love on our tweets, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I like how the action we're getting on Twitter. So, like when people go in the replies and give us all the heart emojis because they love Vin Diesel and all that. I like that. That's awesome. But also don't forget to rate and review the podcasts. And we might read your review on the next episode. Yeah, we're going to read the good reviews. Only We're only reading five-star <laughs> reviews. I want to say that. If you leave a nasty review, we will not read it. I'll just wish bad things upon you. Yes, we hope you die. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. I'm, I'm editing the part where you said you're just getting out. No. Okay, well, bye.